Hi, I'm Scott Jennings, and today we're going to discuss Plans Constructability Review. Why, when, and what? The executive summary is this. The Constructability Review is it's a great asset to a project. If everyone's in favor of the project, everyone should be in favor of getting this done before the job actually bids. And it benefits not only the owner, the contractor, and the designer as well. So I'm only covering half here. We're just covering plans. I'm just trying to keep it short and sweet. The spec should also be reviewed in the contract, but again, for today, we're just going to talk about plans and the benefits from doing a plans constructability review. So why do a constructor, why do a constructability review of the plans? It's really pretty simple math. You can spend a penny now and likely spend a dollar or save a dollar or more later by doing this up front prior to bid. It's just not about the direct costs. A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, if you're going to go in and you're going to suggest that we use, you know, plastic lumber instead of regular lumber for sustainability reasons or for cost reasons or we use you know a different method of restraint on pressure pipe you know going with joint restraints versus thrust blocks that saves money it is about that but it's a lot more than that too the direct costs are one thing but the indirect costs as far as time spent on claims or time lost from pursuing other avenues of your business can be huge unless you're an attorney your company makes money by not having problems. So not having RFIs, not having complex claim disputes can, can really save money on a project by not preventing you from growing your business. The big thing about getting it done ahead of time, you know, prior to the job actually going to bid, is that it's a lot cheaper to actually take a matter and review it with five engineers sitting in the room with laptops than it is to try to take that same matter while a crane's on the job, 10 excavators, uh, 50 contractor guys, four toilets, a trailer, blah, 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 blah. So now instead of working through a problem with just those five engineers in a room, now you have 10 times the amount of people, assets, resources, which we're all trying to charge the owner by the minute, by the hour to sit around while items are resolved. So as far as when to do a constructive builder review, before the job bids, that's the answer. You don't want to do it after the job is for the reasons I just stated. One other side note for owners is that, you know, keep this in the back of your head. If you don't resolve all these issues up front, i.e. prior to the bid, probably what you're doing is you're going to end up trying to work through a problem after the job's already started and spend all that money I just described with the contractor in the room and all his or her gear and with you know the engineer in the room still. You'll be resolving this particular RFI after the fact when if you had handled it before the fact at a much lesser cost, it wouldn't have been a change order to you as the owner now. So what I'm saying is that if you do a constructability review up front, find all the problems, all the potential RFIs before it goes out to bid, you'll be saving a lot of money after the job bids because now you're going to be paying extra money for the designer to work through a change he or she should have gotten before the job bid and then you're also going to pay for the owner to sit in the room and the contractor to sit in the room and again work through a problem that should have been done before the bid you know for just a fraction of the cost as far as what's included in a constructability review of a plan set you ought to be doing a plan flip so take the first page and just start flipping page one page two page three You'll have a good constructability review team go through and physically redline the prints, either with a pen and a highlighter, or you know via one of the many softwares out there that can mark up the, the actual PDFs. 
You want to do discipline coordination? Do the structurals talk to the civils? Do the architecturals talk to the mechanicals? You know, make sure all that's tied in. It's often not done anymore. Specification coordination? Do the plans actually tie to the specs? How about construction efficiencies? You know, has the concrete been built in a way which is conducive to a to an efficient formwork system? Uh, professional construction constructability review person will be able to to sort through that. Full dimensions and elevation check. Have all those elevations been fully calculated correctly, included in the prints? That should all be checked as well as the dimensioning on on each of the rooms or the beam sizes or whatever. How about material selection? Can an alternate material be used to save money? Can we use, like I said before, plastic lumber instead of uh, regular lumber in places? Or can we use steel in place of concrete or what have you? Notes. Are the notes, both the specific and the general notes, are they applicable to this job or were they carried over from the last job or 10? And then finally, I always like to see prints which are which read well and have good grammar. A lot of engineers aren't so good at grammar, so it's important to, to actually go in and make sure the grammar is correct. My story, I've written many RFIs and been in way too many disputes, and from all these experiences, I've been a part of some great reviews on some documents, both the plans and the specs. And we've served, or I've served the owner, the designer, and the construction manager. I've been hired to look at prints for them, and uh, I enjoy it, but also I think it brings a lot of value to, to an owner being able to avoid a lot of disputes, which may happen if you don't get a constructability review ahead of time. And I guess the last little anecdote I have here is I can remember earlier in my career when I was you know, probably back in the mid to late 90s, I was looking at a job and I was a much younger guy then and I was looking at the job and like, oh man, these drawings, they're terrible. And the district manager walked by and says, yeah, they are, with a smile on his face. And you could tell, and then he stated to me 30 seconds later, you know, this is a great opportunity for us to make a lot of money. You know, when the drawings are this poor and this incomplete, it's nothing but opportunity for a contractor. If you've got the cash to float through all those problems and the resolution of them, contractors can make a lot of money on the back end working through the owner's incomplete drawings and the designer's error and omissions. Well, that's it for today. Have a great day. Work safe.